0: Have celebrate you... the joy of the season with Touch of Glass in Bon Terre, wishing you a holiday filled with warmth, love, and sparkling memories. Touch of Glass in Bon Terre wishes this season is truly special. Happy holidays from Touch of Glass in Bon Shop, local,
1: buy, local,
2: save, deals. It's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can! Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every
3: day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Curtis Glass Center in Park Hills. Good Earth Tech Services in Bonterre. Hubs Pub and Grill in Bonterre and Potosi. The Boulevard Salon and Spa in Farmington.
1: Hey, it's me, Sean Hannity. Now, my program offers a mix of news, commentary, guest interviews, and much more. Now, it's the Sean Hannity Show. It's the second most listened to radio talk show in America. Right here each weekday afternoon on Parkland's news, sports, and weather leader. AM 1240 KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I
3: need my news, weather, and sports.
1: I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour.
3: I'm Jared Pettis, we check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO.
1: Well, hello and Merry Christmas to you. I think it's time we change the opening phrase for the program to Merry Christmas to you instead of Good Morning to you. We're almost to... Uh the holiday season is here. We're almost to that day, you know. It's right uh coming up real soon. I wouldn't say it's right around the corner. No, I would never say it's right around the corner. No. Thank you for tuning in today. We do have some uh guests coming up here this hour. We'll feature a visit with St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney Blake Dudley about 7:20 or so. Also the Parkland Health Center report. Those two things are happening this hour on KFMO. So you'll want to uh, keep it right here. Don't touch that dial. And I was just looking at what some people make for a living. Hmm. And Taylor Swift seems to be doing pretty swiftly with her bank account. She makes more than a hundred million dollars on Spotify alone. I can't believe it. A hundred million dollars. I have trouble putting a hamburger on my kitchen table and i'm not talking about the fact that i'm dizzy and can't stand up i think you know what i mean so this 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 girl makes 100 million dollars on spotify alone first her movie makes more than 250 million in the global box office and now she's generated more than 100 million in revenue on spotify talk about entrepreneurship Estimates say she's made more than $4 billion just from touring. There's a lesson in there for musicians who sit around and and would like to make it, so to speak. She doesn't do it by staying home. (laughs) No, (laughs) she doesn't do it by not doing it and saying, yeah, I play music. She goes on tour and made more than $4 billion with a B by doing it. Spotify says she has more than 26 billion streams this year, smashing Bad Bunny's record of $18.5 billion from 2022. I'd like to switch places for just a day, maybe, and have access to all that. I wouldn't even transfer all her money into my bank account. <laughs> no, I would just take a little bit. Like oh I don't know a hundred grand maybe take it come on Taylor you could give me that a hundred thousand and put in my bank account I'd be happy the rest of my life, so would my uh, uh, the people I owe money to I guess my creditors, well uh, that's something to consider, maybe one of us should get out there and sing like that and go on tour. I don't think I could do that. Nobody would want me going on tour. I'm afraid. So what I'll do is just stay right here, and I'll tell you that news is coming up next at KFMO.
3: Bird's Eye View extends warm wishes to their amazing patients. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. May your holidays sparkle with joy. Your vision, their priority. Cheers to a bright and healthy year ahead. Tis the
1: season for Flavor at Flavor Gypsies in Potosi, wishing you a mouth-watering Christmas filled with culinary delights. Explore the festive menu and gourmet treats to make your holiday truly delicious. Merry Christmas from Flavor Gypsies, where every bite is a celebration.
0: Looking for the perfect ride doesn't have to be stressful. McLean Motors in Farmington is your go-to destination for pre-owned cars, trucks, and Jeeps. McLean Motors has something for everyone from rugged trucks to Jeeps, and McLean Motors offers flexible financing options to fit your budget. Monday to Friday, nine to five, and Saturdays from eight to three. Drive home your dream car today. From McLean Motors, located next to Dairy Queen in Farmington, where your journey on the road begins.
4: I'm Missouri Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. As a small businessman and entrepreneur, I always encourage Missourians to shop local to support their friends and neighbors. This holiday season, visit buymissouri.net to find Missouri-made products, manufacturers, and retailers near you. When you buy Missouri, you help create jobs and keep our hard-earned dollars in the local economy. I encourage you to shop local every day, but especially during this holiday season. Visit buymissouri.net and follow at BuyMissouri on social media for more information.
1: Brought to you by the Missouri Lieutenant Governor's Office. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Monday, December 4th, and in our newscast, we'll hear more about road work around the St. Genevieve area. We'll also find out more about the monthly business luncheon with the Deloge Chamber of Commerce this month. It's just a little different. And a Mineral Point man, 20-year-old Holton B. Jarvis, is recovering from moderate injuries after he was hurt in a one-vehicle accident involving a pickup truck Saturday night at 1015 in Jefferson County. According to Highway Patrol reports, Jarvis was driving south on Highway 21, south of Amvets Drive. The report shows Jarvis was driving too fast for road conditions, and his pickup ran off the left side of the highway and crashed into a ditch. Jarvis, who was not wearing a seatbelt when the wreck took place, was taken to Mercy Hospital Jefferson. The monthly business luncheon for the Deloge Chamber of Commerce will be held tomorrow. The executive director of the chamber, Sherry Henderson, says they'll feature several local businesses with booths for a holiday shopping experience.
3: We'll have several uh, pop-up vendors there and boutiques. Hectic Mom Shop will be there. K&Co Boutique will be there. Queen Anne's Lace, Ransoms with Deloge Mercantile, T&J Creative Works, and Creative Arts Center, as well as the Giving Tree. They will all be set up at our luncheon. Santa will be greeting everyone at the door.
1: The luncheon will be held at noon tomorrow at the Lincoln Street Event Center in downtown Deloge and you're urged to attend. Missouri Department of Transportation officials say Route 32 in St. Genevieve County will be reduced to one lane with a 10-foot width restriction as construction crews perform shoulder work. The section of roadway is located from Route 61 to South 4th Street in St. Genevieve. Weather permitting work will take place Wednesday of this week through Friday, December 22nd from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. The work zone is going to be marked with signs and flaggers will assist motorists during the operation. You're urged to use caution if you're driving through or near that area. For more information, just contact MoDOT's Customer Service Center, toll-free, 888-ASK-MODOT, or you can visit modot.org forward southeast. So that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. Let's take a look at the weather quickly, then we'll get that clue card location for you for the Jingle Bell Rock for today. Let's see. The uh, weather situation that we have at the moment shows a temperature of, uh, looks like 42 degrees for us, but it feels like uh, 36 at the moment because we do have a little bit of wind in the area. And today we're uh, expecting a high probably of about 45 for us at the moment. So that can change. Just keep it here at a.m. 1240. We'll keep an eye on the National Weather Service and see what they're up to. But uh, there is a 50% chance of some rain before 9 a.m. Cloudy but gradually becoming mostly sunny today. That high about 49. It's going to be windy, though. Northwesterly winds about 20 miles per hour everything's going to settle down i'll say wednesday we'll have sunny weather 51 thursday sunny 61 friday 61 partly sunny with a slight chance of rain afternoon saturday and sunday the weekend coming up we do have a chance of rain maybe thunderstorm or two saturday with 58 as the high sunday just a slight chance of rain mostly sunny a high 47 little windy too So there you have a check of what's going on weather-wise. Well, at 7.15, we made the mark for timing on the Jingle Bell Rock announcement. So today, the Jingle Bell Rock clue card location for you is, ready? It's Cornerstone Furniture in Park Hills, right down the street from the radio station. Our uh, good friend Trent Cuava there uh, working the place. And uh, I haven't seen him since they had their grand opening, but a nice, nice place to go visit. And see what they have to offer. But you can pick up clue card number 9. Number 9. Number 9. Today at uh, the Cornerstone Furniture in Park Hills. And that's between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. So that's the hours of business. Stop by between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. You get there early, it's not going to do you any good. They won't be open. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. today. Clue card location number 9. Cornerstone Furniture in Park Hills. Now it's time for Sports with Jared Pettis on KFMO.
0: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Mineral Area College basketball from Sunday, and the Cardinals were at St. Louis Community College for the St. Louis shootout. They beat Lewis and Clark by a final score 103-50 and trailed just twice at 3-1 and 6-3. But Mac turned it on in the second half, allowing just 21 second-half points
5: Mac head coach, Greg Heyer. I like how we played, especially in the second half. I was a little disappointed in our defense in the first half. Um, that we gave up too many uncontested shots, and um, they had too good a field goal percentage at halftime. And I didn't like how we were rebounding the ball in the first half. But second half was, uh, was a whole different team, and um, explosive, high-octane, um, just how we want to play. The Cards get 21 points from
0: Marcus Watson Jr. leading the way and 19 from Preston Turner. Amaria Dickerson added 17. Josh Mio had 15. Jacob Howell had 14 off the bench, and Tyler Smith contributed 10 points in the win. The Cards are 12-0 and 0 and play on Wednesday at Olney Central College. Lewis and Clark falls to 1-8. and 8. They get 21 points from Byron Stampley Jr. and 14 points from Joshua Dickens. Final score from St. Louis Community College, Mineral Area 103 Lewis and Clark, 50. A lot of action over the weekend. We'll start with Friday and the Class 3 High School Football State Championship. And the Central Rebels led by eight points with just over a minute to play. On fourth and one, Seneca needed a first down to keep a season-saving drive going. The Rebels needed a big stop. Yours truly with the call from Friday in Columbia. A minute 35. Central needs the stop. Hoover's going to take the snap. Seneca not using a timeout. Hoover hands it off to Mars. He's going to be... Oh, it's lost! Central's got it! Central's got it! Bryant to the near side. He's got it to the 44. Central's got it with a minute 18. They're going to win the state championship. Unbelievable. It was knocked loose. Central will get it. Seneca to the sidelines. Their fans are silent. Central faithful on their feet going crazy in Columbia. Central's Joe Bryant would punch in another touchdown with a minute 01 left to go, making it a two-possession game, 48-34, and that would be the final score. Bryant contributes six total touchdowns in the win, two rushing, and four receiving. That's good for second in Missouri State history in a championship game. The Rebels wrap up the season 11-3 and three and are the state champions, beating Seneca 48-34. Central head coach Corey Schweiss on bringing the first state title in program history back to Park Hills.
6: Yeah, I don't know if it's hit me yet, honestly. I think, uh, you know, when we came here 20-something years ago, uh, this was the goal. And I think when I told people I wanted to win a state championship, they, they thought it was impossible. Uh, well, we proved today it wasn't impossible, and that's kind of cool. Uh, the, It did take us a lot longer than I would have liked, but uh, now at
0: least we can say we did it. Again, the Central Rebels, state champs for the first time in program history. And on Saturday, the Valley Catholic Warriors had their shot at a championship going up against Lamar. Valley led 21-0, but let the lead slip away as the Lamar Tigers clawed all the way back and won it in overtime, 35-28. Also over the weekend, high school basketball opening season tournaments wrapped up. And the 34th annual Valley Caledonia Boys Tournament, Bunker picked up the winner. On the girls' side in that tournament, it was South Iron. And Fountain City Classic, boys and girls. On the boys' side, Sykeston wins that one. St. Jin finishes fourth. And on the girls' side, it was Festus winning the girls' Fountain City Classic Tournament. And the FCNB Bank Boys Challenge, Farmington places second. They fall to the Capital City in the championship. And Fredericktown Tournament, in its ninth installment, Hillsborough beats St. Vincent, the top seed, to win the Fredericktown Tournament, Hillsborough goes undefeated. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball and a broadcast game from Fredericktown as the Black Cats host the Kingston Cougars and an interconference battle. Coverage starting at 7 o'clock on KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. We'll have live video on the website as well, kfmosports.com. St. Paul is at Viburnum. Grandview hosts Valley Caledonia and the 68th Gene Steigers Tournament top-seeded Central going up against the 8-seed Fox. And Girls Basketball Central host Poplar Bluff while Farmington plays at Jackson and the Fredericktown Lady Cats on the road at Donovan while the Kingston Cougars host Valley Caledonia. St. Paul is at Viburnum and Seckman hosts the St. Genevieve Dragons. Again, our broadcast tonight, Kingston at Fredericktown, live video on the website, coverage starting at 7 on KFMO. And NHL, the St. Louis Blues fell on Saturday to the Arizona Coyotes. They're back at it today, starting a home-and-home against the Vegas Golden Knights. They'll play today and then Wednesday back at Enterprise Center, but today they're on the road. Coverage starting on B104.3 at 8.30 with a punk drop at 9 o'clock. The St. Louis Blues at T-Mobile Arena going up against the Vegas Golden Knights. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs fall on Sunday night football last night to the Green Bay Packers 27-19. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid says his club made too many mistakes on both sides of the ball.
4: Whether it was the penalties on offense or whether we weren't getting off the field on the defense, Side, um those are things that cost us and uh we've got to learn from that and, and get better um as we go as
0: we go forward chiefs quarterback patrick mahomes says they still have work to do in order to be the team they want to be
6: we're not where we want to be at um but uh, i mean i feel like we're close we're playing a lot of good football teams really well winning some of those games losing some of those games and so uh we're kind of in the, the, the go zone now. where we got to try to get it going uh, through the stretch. Um, and uh, all we can do is learn from this game and, and be focused on an,
0: another challenge this next week. The Chiefs are back at it Sunday. 3.25 kickoff, coverage starting at 2 on KFMO. The Chiefs will host the Buffalo Bills. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are selected for the Cotton Bowl. They'll play Ohio State. Quarterback Brady Cook says the Cotton Bowl matchup against Ohio State is
5: special. Ohio State's obviously a top-notch program. Uh, there's about as big a big of brand as you can get, you know, in this sport. Um, and you know that just makes our opportunity even better—the um, opportunity to go down to Dallas and play that type of team, that uh, caliber of a team. Um, it's quite an opportunity.
0: Tigers had Coach Eli Drinkwitz on the Tigers being selected to play in the Cotton Bowl. It's a really uh, awesome opportunity for our
1: program, for our university. Um, and obviously, the Cotton Bowl is one of the best uh, bowl games there is. So um, very fortunate. Our, our team was very excited. And and um, we'll get to work uh, in short notice on
0: Ohio State, put a good game plan together and and uh, be excited. and. To play. The Cotton Bowl is December 29th at 7 o'clock. Mizzou 9th in the nation, Ohio State 7th. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers beat Wichita State on Sunday. Tigers head coach Dennis Gates on the win over Wichita State.
6: We did a tremendous job being physical, getting to that foul line and executing to be able to go Uh, I believe 23 for 25 from the free throw line. Uh, That's where the game is won.
0: Mizzou plays Saturday against the fifth-ranked team of the nation, Kansas Jayhawks. Tip-off at 415. That one's at Kansas. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
6: Everybody's going home, pool, and spa. Create a paradise in your own backyard with Home Pools and Spa in Leddington. At Home Pools and Spa, they are a family-owned and operated business that believes in quality products, great value, and excellent customer service. They specialize in above-ground pools, in-ground pools, and relaxing spas. From chemicals, pumps, and liners to toys and umbrellas, Home Pools and Spa is there to help keep your pool ready all season long. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Leddington.
4: Recommended by
1: far. Tis the season of joy and happiness with Potosi Lumber. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from their family to yours. Cherish these moments with loved ones surrounded by warmth and love. Potosi Lumber, where memories and craftsmanship come together. Missed any of The Start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start. On AM 1240 KFMO podcast, you'll hear all the best the start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify podcasts.
3: Christmas.
2: Oh, 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 oh. this is ronnie with ronnie sales real estate with a reminder that there's no place like a new home for the holidays and wishing you a very merry and bright holiday season
0: oh, 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 oh.
1: well it is the start from am 1240 kfmo i just want to say thanks to everybody for tuning in today merry christmas to you we're in that season of course and Uh, That day's going to be here before you know it. It's 725, and it's time for this month's edition of the St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney's Report. We have Blake Dudley in the chair this morning with us. He's our prosecuting attorney. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good
4: morning. We're doing good.
1: Good, good. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Uh, You normally would be next hour, and I really appreciate you coming in early so we can do some scheduling uh, changes here. But thanks a lot for coming over. Uh, No problem. Now, there have been things going on in your office. We were talking before this interview about some really great stuff that's been going on as far as jury trials coming out of the pandemic. And uh, kind of, I guess, the the term that comes to mind is full speed ahead.
4: It is. I mean, you know, we start off this year uh, really with only two lawyers in our office. Uh, two assistant prosecutors and last year there were nine of them so we hit start from scratch and uh, so you know we've been developing bringing in new staff bringing in new lawyers getting some excellent talent from different areas the talent is of course even moving to our area becoming members of our community I've mentioned that before uh, we've had three jury trials in the past three months about one a month first one was mine the second one was our young assistant prosecutor Jack Compton's and then we just finally had a jury trial last week it concluded with our first assistant prosecutor she'd be the head of the assistance uh, Marla Lamb so that jury trial we're pretty proud of she uh... it was a at the ATM robbery that occurred over in Deloge a couple of years ago some people from Texas came up here they were part of a sort of a gang of a uh, collective gang and they operated in cells they came up to this area the FBI had been following them they'd had their track we knew they were in the area but then when they up when they uh, robbed the ATM here in Deloge I and mean, our sheriff's department and other agencies all converged and apprehended the suspects and this resulted in a trial uh, that we just did. And in order to do that trial Marlow had to coordinate 10 different witnesses, two FBI agents, multiple agencies here, forensic experts. Uh, she put on a flawless trial. I mean from start to finish it was absolutely f- beautiful.
1: Now, can I ask you a quick question? Uh, this was, what, roughly, was it a couple years ago?
4: Yeah, it was about two years ago.
1: That just amazes me that it takes, you know, you've got a, you're up to staff, everybody's working hard, and getting things done as quickly as possible, it's just that wheels move slowly in this kind of thing. And what happened to these guys while they're waiting? they just in jail, I guess? Or?
4: Well, actually, there was four of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe three of them ended up being prosecuted by the feds, and so they received federal sentences. And then the last one, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dallas, who had the trial just recently, uh, that was one that he refused to accept any kind of plea offers, either by the feds or by us. And so we took the trial, and and it resulted in pleas, or resulted in finding the guilty in all three counts. And the jury came back and let. 12 minutes so God, it was it, the, it, the final resolution was rather rather quick
1: man that's that's like saving money and buying something you know that it, you've wanted all your life it takes you forever and then it's gone real quick boom
4: we barely had time to walk out the door walk downstairs talk for a second next thing we know we're getting a call saying the jury's coming back
1: yeah so. they're back already guilty wow guilty. that's it's just amazing how that all works to my mind you know because we're used to our own world and how fast things are. And then when we hit something like that, it, it just amazes you to see the, the thing work and, and to see what really happens.
4: Well, uh, you know, we've got a huge volume of cases that have been pending, and some of them are mm-hmm. very old, but some of them are averaging about taking about a year or two to get to trial. And that could be causes by delays either on the defense side or from the prosecution side. could be because the gentleman was being prosecuted by the federal government at the time, and then we have our ch- chance at them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it does take some time to get to these. And more, the more complex the case, the harder it is to get to trial. Right. You'll see that a lot of times with some of these uh, child sex cases. They're very involved as far as the, the different experts that are involved, the interviews that are done, the witnesses that are brought in. And in this case, of course, we had 10 witnesses that were coordinated by Marlowe, including these FBI agents, our local law enforcement, and the local witnesses. So it, it turned out well. I and mean, like I said, it was... Uh, she had not done a trial down here, so I had never seen her trial. I knew well of her experience up in St. Louis and she, good, good reputation. And I got to watch it, and I was very impressed.
1: Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I I need to come and watch a trial sometimes. You know, I, I'm I people call me a little unusual. I like to watch government in action and <laughs> meetings and things like that.
4: Yeah, they can be entertaining to watch. Some of them could be boring. <laughs>
1: yeah, entertaining is a nice word for <laughs> But to somebody who
4: doesn't know what, they, what they're about and, and to watch the process, sure. it, it's, it's, it's I've talked to those who've come by, and, and you know, we have witnesses that come in all the time and uh, victims of crimes, and they don't have to be there, but some of them want to watch court, and they'll watch it, and they'll turn around going, wow, that was really neat. We're going, well, we see it every day, so we just don't really appreciate yeah, the yeah. way others would.
1: Right, right. That's, that's just something amazing to watch. Um, did you want to talk about that prosecutor more? Or?
4: Well, that's right. You know, I mentioned we start off with two assistant prosecutors in the office. Now, the, you know, the previous administration had the benefit of some additional COVID funding, and they had a full office most of last year. And so they had a total of, uh, what was it, nine assistant prosecutors. We started off with two one was the one from the child support enforcement office and another one was left over from the previous uh, main prosecutor's office so over the course of this past year we've been trying to get staff and uh you know our first selection was marla lamb who again i just mentioned just tried that case and she brought a, a wealth of experience to us uh, then we've been managed we had to be trained both myself and marlo as to the current pro- uh, practices and how they do procedurally and technical difficulties that they may have here but then we hired on about two more assistant prosecutors who are young lawyers fairly new out of law school they've done wonderful as far as learning and getting caught up rapidly they're very impressive mm-hmm. and then finally we were approached uh, about a week ago or maybe let me get that back two three weeks ago we were approached by a senior uh, attorney a public defender had been the district defender for this area she has tried numerous cases from murder down to you know child sex cases it is a great deal of, of knowledge and experience all right there mm-hmm. and she asked to see if we'd be interested in hiring her well I have one position left i have a grant that allows us to hire for a sex crimes prosecutor i had a position open in my to fill and after some brief discussions because we already knew her and knew her qualifications we were really happy that she said she was willing to come join us and so that will fill out all of my positions at this point so i will have two very very experienced assistant prosecutors on top i will have a mid-level assistant prosecutor who's basically trained the young ones as well as myself and then I've got the two younger lawyers who are again have a, a great deal of uh, hope and mm-hmm. I, I've seen some good good performance by them so far so I mean I'm really excited about the oncoming year once we have a full staff and everybody's up and running uh, we'll be able to get moving now that said even though we started at a deficit down of just two when we started mm-hmm. and we didn't get to our level of even having one of these young assistants hired until May or June uh, so very short staff nine to about three or four all year long uh, the number of cases that we have filed as of today is almost exactly the same as were filed under the previous administration with the full staff.
1: Excellent, excellent. Very good work. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about today? I know we're getting to the holidays. I guess everybody's excited in the office about that. Well, we're excited in the
4: office about that. Of course, we've got the different holiday parties to go to, but we also got a heavy calendar of uh, cases. And mm-hmm. next year's calendar, uh, as far as the types of trials that we have, are all ex- very serious trials. I mean, I know that I'm loaded up. I know my assistants are loaded up. So, some month of December's long lens of well, we can enjoy our time here. But starting January, we're not going to be home too much.
1: All right, it's going to kick into gear then for sure. Really big. Well, thanks for being here today. It's always good to get you in and uh, find out how the wheels of justice are turning, I guess. <laughs> thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Again, that's uh, Blake Dudley. He's St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney with the Prosecuting Attorney's Report for the County here this month on KFMO. And next, we'll have a newscast. Stay tuned. When you're
5: looking for the deal that's right for you And you want the best quality and service too I'm going to tell you about the place that you should try and place where you
1: buy for your auto home life business and more weems insurance agency has the protection that's right for you and your budget and since we represent an extensive portfolio of national insurance companies we give you choices that's Weems insurance agency 1209 maple street in farmington call 573-701-9300
6: season's greetings from chief chris bullock and the dedicated staff at the Farmington Police Department. Wishing you a safe and joyous holiday season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Farmington Police Department. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting and bookkeeping and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Gradually seeing sunshine today. Our high temperatures this afternoon will be tickling
2: that 50-degree mark mainly cloudy skies at least early tonight low 30s partly to mostly cloudy low 50s tomorrow and then wednesday sunny skies a high low 50s about 10 degrees warmer thursday lots of sun low 60s friday partial sunshine our high will be just over 60. from the parklands 24-hour weather center i'm meteorologist Sally Russell.
1: Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Monday, December 4th, the time 735. And in this newscast, we're going to hear about a man from Canada pleading guilty to using sleight of hand and other means to steal a lot of money in Missouri and Illinois, some even locally. Plus, Missouri Department of Transportation officials will be working on Route 32 in St. Genevieve County. We'll have more information as to the location. And officials with the St. Francis County Recorder of Deeds Office are still working on digitizing the county's records. The presiding commissioner of St. Francis County, Harold Gallagher, says this should be the final stages of that project. Some of these records go back to 1955. It's uh, marriage and death records and that kind of thing. We're just trying to get them digitized so you can actually do your search online. Now, for the last few years, all the new records are being digitized also. According to Gallagher, they're still keeping paper records, records of items recorded and will continue to do so. A man from Canada, Mosin Akbari, is pleading guilty to using sleight of hand and other ruses to steal more than one hundred nine thousand dollars from retailers in at least eleven states, including the Walmart store in Arnold. Akbari made his plea Friday in U.S. District Court in St. Louis. As part of his guilty plea to wire fraud and interstate transportation of stolen property, Akbari admitted entering the U.S. March 1st of 2023 from South Korea on a visitor visa. He then traveled to Missouri and Illinois and at least 11 other states where he would target Walmart stores and other retailers. After making a small purchase, he would use a ruse to trick store employees into handing over the cash. Akbari stole around $16,000 from Walmarts in Missouri and Illinois, including $5,100 from the Arnold Walmart June 15th. Authorities say Akbari admitted to stealing a total of $109,452 and they seized a little over $69,000 from two of his bank accounts. Akbari also wired some money to Canada. He's scheduled to be sentenced March 1st of 2024. Missouri Department of Transportation officials say Route 32 in St. Genevieve County will be reduced to one lane with a 10-foot width restriction as construction crews perform shoulder work. The section of roadway, located from Route 61 to South 4th Street in St. Genevieve, Weather permitting, work will take place Wednesday through Friday, December 22nd, from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. The work zone is going to be marked with signs, flaggers, will assist motorists, and you're urged to use caution if you travel near or through the area during construction. For additional information, just contact MoDOT's Customer Service Center toll-free, 888-ASK-MODOT, or visit modot.org forward slash southeast. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Monday, December 4th, 739. Stay tuned. Sports next with Jared Pettis. We'll have our Parkland Health Center report. And remember, today's clue card location number nine for the Jingle Bell Rock is the Cornerstone Furniture location in Park Hills. Visit them between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. today to pick up clue card number nine, Jingle Bell Rock Cornerstone Furniture in Park Hills.
0: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Mineral Area College basketball from Sunday and the Cardinals were at St. Louis Community College for the St. Louis shootout. They beat Lewis and Clark by a final score 103-50 to and trailed just twice at 3-1 to and 6-3, to but Mack turned it on in the second half, allowing just
5: 21 second half points. Mack head coach Greg Heyer. I like how we played, especially in the second half. I was a little disappointed in our defense in the first half. Um, that We gave up too many uncontested shots and um, they had too good a field goal percentage at halftime, and I didn't like how we were rebounding the ball in the first half. But second half was, uh, was a whole different team and um, explosive, high-octane, um, just how we want to play.
0: The Cards get 21 points from Marcus Watson Jr. leading the way and 19 from Preston Turner. Amaria Dickerson added 17. Josh Mio had 15. Jacob Howell had 14 off the bench, and Tyler Smith contributed 10 points in the win. The Cards are 12-0 and 0 and play on Wednesday at Only Central College. Lewis and Clark falls to 1-8. and 8. They get 21 points from Byron Stampley Jr. and 14 points from Joshua Dickens. Final score from St. Louis Community College, Mineral Area 103 Lewis and Clark, 50. A lot of action over the weekend. We'll start with Friday and the Class 3 High School Football State Championship. And the Central Rebels led by eight points with just over a minute to play. On fourth and one, Seneca needed a first down to keep a season-saving drive going. The Rebels needed a big stop. Yours truly with the call from Friday in Columbia. A minute 35. Central needs the stop. Hoover's going to take the snap. Seneca not using a timeout. Hoover hands it off to Mars. He's going to be, oh, it's lost. Central's got it. Central's got it. Bryant to the near side. He's got it to the 44. Central's got it with a minute 18. They're going to win the state championship. Unbelievable. It was knocked loose. Central will get it. Seneca to the sidelines. Their fans are silent. Central faithful on their feet, going crazy in Columbia. Central's Joe Bryant would punch in another touchdown with a minute 01 left to go, making it a two possession game, 48 34. And that would be the final score. Bryant contributes six total touchdowns in the win two rushing and four receiving. That's good for second in Missouri State. History in a championship game. The Rebels wrap up the season 11 and three and are the state champions, beating Seneca 48-34. Central head coach Corey Schweiss on bringing the first state title in program history back to Park Hills. Yeah,
6: I don't know if it's hit me yet. Honestly, I think uh, you know when we came here 20-something years ago, uh, this was the goal, and I think when I told people I've wanted to win a state championship, they've I thought it was impossible. Uh, well, we proved today it wasn't impossible, and that's kind of cool. Uh, it did take us a lot longer than I would have liked, <laughs> but uh, now that, at least we can say we did
0: it. Again, the Central Rebels, state champs for the first time in program history. And on Saturday, the Valley Catholic Warriors had their shot at a championship going up against Lamar. Valley led 21-0 but let the lead slip away as the Lamar Tigers clawed all the way back and won it in overtime 35-28. Also over the weekend, high school basketball opening season tournaments wrapped up. And the 34th annual Valley Caledonia Boys Tournament, Bunker picked up the winner. On the girls' side in that tournament, it was South Iron. And Fountain City Classic, boys and girls. On the boys' side, Sykeston wins that one. St. Jen finishes fourth. And on the girls' side, it was Festus winning the girls' Fountain City Classic Tournament. And the FCNB Bank it Boys Challenge, Farmington places second. They fall to Capital City in the championship and Fredericktown tournament in its ninth installment, Hillsboro beats St. Vincent, the top seed, to win the Fredericktown tournament. Hillsboro goes undefeated. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball and a broadcast game from Fredericktown as the Black Cats host the Kingston Cougars and an interconference battle. Coverage starting at 7 o'clock on KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. We'll have live video on the website as well, kfmosports.com. St. Paul is at Viburnum. Grandview hosts Valley Caledonia and the 68th Gene Steigers Tournament top-seeded Central going up against the 8-seed Fox. And Girls Basketball Central host Poplar Bluff while Farmington plays at Jackson, and the Fredericktown Lady Cats on the road at Donovan while the Kingston Cougars host Valley Caledonia. St. Paul is at Viburnum, and Seckman hosts the St. Genevieve Dragons. Again, our broadcast tonight, Kingston at Fredericktown, live video on the website, coverage starting at 7 on KFMO. And NHL, the St. Louis Blues fell on Saturday to the Arizona Coyotes. They're back at it today, starting a home-and-home against the Vegas Golden Knights. They'll play today and then Wednesday back at Enterprise Center, but today they're on the road. Coverage starting on B104.3 at 8.30 with a punk drop at 9 o'clock. The St. Louis Blues at T-Mobile Arena going up against the Vegas Golden Knights. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs fall on Sunday night football last night to the Green Bay Packers 27-19. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid says his club made too many mistakes on both sides of the ball. Whether
4: it was the penalties on offense or whether we weren't getting off the field on the defense, side um, those are things that cost us and uh, we've got to learn from that and, and get better um, as we go as we go forward.
0: Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes says they still have work to do in order to be the team they want to be. We're not where
6: we want to be at, um, but uh, I mean, I feel like we're close. We're playing a lot of good football teams really well, winning some of those games, losing some of those games, and so uh, we're kind of in the, the, the go zone now where we got to try to get it going uh, through the stretch, um, and uh, all we can do is learn from this game and, and be focused on another challenge this
0: next week. The Chiefs are back at it Sunday, 325 kickoff, coverage starting at 2 on KFMO. The Chiefs will host the Buffalo Bills. In NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are selected for the Cotton Bowl. They'll play Ohio State. Quarterback Brady Cook says the Cotton Bowl matchup against Ohio State is
5: special. Ohio State's obviously a top-notch program. Uh, there's about as big a big of brand as you can get, you know, in this sport, um, and you know that just makes our opportunity even better. Um, the opportunity to go down to Dallas and play that type of team that. Uh, caliber of a team um, it's quite an opportunity.
0: Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz on the Tigers being selected to play in the Cotton Bowl. It's a really uh, awesome opportunity for our program, for our
1: university um, and obviously the Cotton Bowl is one of the best uh, bowl games there is so um, very fortunate our, our team was very excited and and um, we'll get to work uh, in short notice on Ohio State, put
0: a good game plan together and and uh, be excited and to play. The Cotton Bowl is December 29th at 7 o'clock. Mizzou ninth in the nation, Ohio State 7th. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers beat Wichita State on Sunday. Tigers head coach Dennis Gates on the win over Wichita State.
6: We did a tremendous job being physical, getting to that foul line and executing to be able to go... Uh, I believe 23 for 25 from the free throw line. Uh, That's where the game is won.
0: Mizzou plays Saturday against the fifth-ranked team of the nation, Kansas Jayhawks. Tip-off at 415. That one's at Kansas. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
1: Thanks, Jared. We appreciate that. Now, a quick check of weather shows that we still have cloudy skies, and in the forecast, we're looking for uh, about a 50% chance of rain before 9 a.m., cloudy, gradually becoming mostly sunny today. A high near 49 degrees is expected. Stick around, we have our Parkland Health Center report coming up in just a moment on KFMO.
0: Happy holidays from
6: everyone at RK Tire on Highway 8 in Potosi. They appreciate your business this past year and look forward to serving all your tire needs in the new year. Season's greetings from Rob and all the crew at RK Tire in Potosi. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like or maybe you want a simple burger and fries or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. dine in, call ahead or hit the drive-thru. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills.
1: You'll want to stay tuned. We- we have that uh, financial wizardry program for you. You know, the wizard with the finance and all that good stuff to figure out just what you need to do with your money now. That's time for that program on KFMO.
3: I'm Jennifer kashenka with Your Money Now. Southwest Airlines and its pilots union are closing in on a new contract. It would raise pay for the carrier's more than 11,000 aviators and and months of contentious negotiations weeks ahead of the crucial holiday travel season. The company and the union have agreed on pay, retirement, and other items, but are working on an implementation schedule. Delsa United and American have already finalized multi-billion dollar labor agreements with pilots earlier this year. Fashion retailers have found a way to make their shops dazzle customers again, make them more like Apple stores. The Wall Street Journal says brands including H&M and Zara have closed hundreds of stores in recent years to cut costs as more shoppers turn to e-commerce. Now they're investing in those that remain to lure customers in ways they can't online. The new look stores are typically larger and more spacious, offer services such as beauty salons, repair stations, and coffee shops, and enable new digital features such as apps that allow shoppers to rummage virtually through the storeroom. That's Your Money Now.
1: A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt.
5: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, I fun it is to get money the same
1: day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle
0: bells, jingle bells, jingle all the
1: way. Time now for Parkland Health Center Report here on AM 1240 KFMO. Today on KFMO it's the Parkland Health Center report. We do this once a month and we always talk with somebody from Parkland Health Center who uh, is either new or has been there for a while, has something timely for us to talk about. And today we're going to visit with Gina Byerly. She's a registered dietitian and certified diabetes education care specialist at Parkland Health Center. Gina, hi, welcome to the program.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, it's great for you to be with us because uh, we're going to talk about food safety, I guess, for the holidays. And that's really a big topic because so many of us think, uh, me included, we think we know how to do things. And I have found out recently that I really don't know as much as I thought. So thanks for being with us. Uh, why is food safety so important during the holidays? <laughs>
2: Uh, Food is always such a central part of every holiday. Um, You know, cooking a large meal with multiple dishes and meat items can really present a lot of different food safety challenges this time of year. Um, Every year, you know, an estimated one in six Americans get sick, and about 128,000 people are actually hospitalized with foodborne illness. So it's real important to know how to prevent, um, you know, foodborne illness and Keep your food safe, so you can really enjoy um, a happy and safe holiday.
1: I've had a foodborne illness before, just from eating a sandwich, you know, from a restaurant, and uh, it is not any way, shape, or manner any kind of fun at all. It's painful. It puts you down for. It put me down for quite some time. Uh, It was very difficult to deal with. So uh, it's always a concern. I think about that whenever I'm going to do something with food, but. Um, exactly what's the problem there? Why is foodborne illness such a concern and what does it cause, Mm us?
2: Yeah, so foodborne illness um, mostly, you know, just comes from eating contaminated food and that food could be contaminated, you know, in the fields where it's grown. It could be contaminated in your own kitchen by cross-contaminating it with other harmful bacteria and also just not cooking it properly to a safe temperature. And so, you know, about, um, you know, Um, This happens very uh, frequently um, in our kitchens, and we're often not even aware of the cross-contamination that can happen. Um, Also, you know, it can make people quite sick. You know, um, the onset of symptoms can occur within minutes to weeks and often present, you know, um, like flu-like symptoms. Um, The person who is sick, they might experience like nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, diarrhea fever, Um, these symptoms are often flu-like, so many people may not even recognize the illness is caused by harmful bacteria, um, you know, in their food. Everyone's going to, you know, at risk for getting a foodborne illness. However, some people are, you know, at greater risk, um, and those are, you know, um, infants, younger children, pregnant women, um, unborn babies, older adults, and those um, with weakened immune systems. Um, The most common, you know, foodborne illnesses that we often hear about in the media and the news is salmonella, listeria, E. coli. Those are all um, some of the more common uh, foodborne illnesses that we hear about.
1: We're visiting with Gina Byerly, and this is the Parkland Health Center report here on KFMO. She's a registered dietitian and certified diabetes education care specialist at Parkland Health Center. Gina, how can I ensure my food stays safe while I'm preparing it?
2: Yeah, you know, you really want to keep things clean, um, and especially starting with just your own hands. Make sure you're washing your hands, you know, before, after, and also during food preparation, especially when you're switching tasks. You want to wash your hands with soap for about 20 seconds. Also, make sure, you know, when you're preparing your food during the holidays, keep those surfaces and also utensils, um, you know, make sure you're washing those, keeping those separate after each use with different types of food items. Um, One thing that I really like to do is um, have like color-coded cutting boards, so like for my raw meats, I try to use more of like a a red cutting board so I can make sure I'm keeping all my raw um, meat items that could contaminate other foods on one cutting board, and then I use another cutting board to prepare like my fresh fruits and vegetables and really try to keep those separate so you prevent any kind of cross-contamination.
1: What about hot and cold foods, not only uh, before when we're preparing them, but even after the meal?
2: Yeah, yeah, real important, you know, to keep those hot foods hot, those cold foods cold. Um, if you don't have a food thermometer in your kitchen, put that at the top of your Christmas list because you really want a food thermometer to make sure those foods have reached a safe internal temperature to really kill any kind of harmful germs that could cause foodborne illness. Um you know, um, especially this time of the year, you know, if you're cooking that turkey for the holidays, really want to make sure it's fully cooked, that it reaches an internal temperature of about 165 um, degrees. Also, you don't always want to trust those pop-up timers that sometimes are in, are the, yeah, the pop-up timer that's sometimes in those turkeys. Make sure you're using that food thermometer to make sure that it has reached 165 um, degrees. Also want to make sure, um, you know, if you're... Um, having any leftovers you know after the holidays make sure you're also are warming those up properly to about 165 degrees along with any kind of casseroles or anything. So just make sure those hot foods get to that internal temperature that they need to be to kill any kind of harmful bacteria. You also want to make sure those cold foods stay um, under 40 degrees. So we often call the food danger zone anywhere from 40 to 140 degrees, where bacteria really begin to um, grow and multiply at those temperatures. So you wanna make sure, um, and don't leave food at room temperature for extended periods of time, refrigerate or freeze those leftovers, usually within about two hours of um, cooking. So really try to keep the food out of that danger zone of 40 to 140 degrees.
1: Gina, of course, this is the time of year we have certain foods at certain times, like Thanksgiving, uh, many of us had turkey, sometimes uh, ham or something like that. Uh, Are there certain types of food that we should be more worried about than others?
2: Yeah, some foods just really increase your risk more of foodborne illness. Um, Typically, you know, any kind of meat items, your chicken, beef, pork, of course, turkey also, undercooking these and also cross-contaminating those are the two biggest risks um, posed by meat. So make sure you're washing your hands well, keep the raw meat away from other ingredients, and cook those properly to a safe um, internal temperature. Also, any kind of fruits and vegetables, um, you know, produce can pick up germs anywhere along the way from the farm where it was grown to the store where it was sold and even on our kitchen counters once we get home. So you want to make sure you're washing those really well um, with water um, before um, preparing those. Um, And also any kind of milk and cheeses. So really want to, you know, avoid any kind of unpasteurized milk or other dairy products because it just hasn't been heated to an effective um, temperature to sometimes kill some of the harmful germs that could be in um, in those. So make sure and look for milk and dairy products that say pasteurized um, on the label. And lastly are eggs. And so raw eggs can really increase your risk of salmonella. So you really want to avoid foods that contain raw or undercooked eggs like homemade, like Caesar salad dressing, eggnog, and unfortunately that raw cookie dough. So I know it's so tempting this time of the year to eat that raw cookie dough, but I really want to try to avoid that with the raw eggs included in that. Um, Make sure you're cooking your eggs until the yolks are like um, white and firm and keep them refrigerated, of course, below 40 degrees.
1: Gina, that's all great advice. Uh, Anything else we need to know or is that about it for this point?
2: Yeah, just have a great holiday and make sure, you know, that you are um, aware of food safety in your kitchen. And if you don't have a food thermometer yet, make sure you go grab one for the holidays.
1: Well, Merry Christmas to you and everyone at uh, Parkland Health Center, and thanks for the report today.
2: Thank you, and Merry Christmas.
1: And again, that's Gina Byerly. She is a registered dietitian and certified diabetes education care specialist at Parkland Health Center. That's our Parkland Health Center report for this month. If you have any questions, just contact Parkland Health Center in Farmington or at Terre. And that's our report here on KFMO. Thanks for tuning in, and remember CBS News is next. Also remember the clue card location for the Jingle Bell Rock today. That's right, it is Cornerstone Furniture in Park Hills. Stop by between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Pick up clue card number 9 for the Jingle Bell Rock today. Again, that location, Cornerstone Furniture in Park Hills between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. CBS News is next here at KFMO.
0: AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's freedom leader.
3: Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown.
0: We the people.